My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today. I have a super exciting guest I'm bringing on. The guest I'm bringing on today is Kara Cifelli. She's a transformation food and body image coach and breathwork facilitator. She's also the host of Love Your Bod Pod. Love that catchy phrase. So welcome to the show, Kara. How's it going? Ah, Thank you, Brittany. It's going well. I'm excited to get to chat with you today. Thank you for having me on. Oh my gosh, it's a pleasure. So thank you for taking the time out of your day. Now, because I keep it so brief with the introductions I have, I think it's great if if this is a good time for you to kind of dive into your story. Tell us about your journey. What brought you to where you are today? Yeah, um, I will give you the Cliff Notes version. So I got (laughs) into um, food and body image coaching because I myself struggled with an eating disorder and it was up to this point, the most challenging, difficult experience that I had. And while I fit all of the clinical diagnoses for an eating disorder, I didn't end up going to traditional forms of recovery treatments, whether that was inpatient or outpatient or working with a a standard therapist, I landed more into the realm of personal development and coaching and Once I was through my own recovery process, I had an entirely different career for seven or so years, and then eventually left and decided to become a coach back in 2017. And eventually it dawned on me, like, I'm, I want to help people with the same struggles that I had. If I can't be the only person who, for whatever reason, doesn't want to go that more traditional institutional route. There has to be other people like me who are looking for some other type of holistic healing or something outside of that standard paradigm. And so I started posting on Instagram about it in 2017. And at the time, like I hadn't seen anyone talking about these things on Instagram and started coaching and working with clients. And I really teach from experience, not from textbook. I'm not a licensed therapist. I've gone through coaching certifications and have had other forms of training, but like really how I help people is just from my own lived experience. Um, So yeah, I got here because of my, my own struggles. Thank you so much for opening up and being vulnerable about that because that's true, that's raw, that's real. And that's what I love on my show. So thank you, Kara. Yeah. Now let's talk a little bit about, you know, where you're at in the business today. I mean, we can talk about how you go about your offers and delivering uh, your, how you deliver your services um, up to date. Yeah. You know, I was actually thinking about this before we came on and how I was kind of seeing it in my mind is I've always been somebody that is less of a strategy person and more of like, what feels exciting? What feels good? What do I have energy and 
genuine inspiration around. I haven't ever been the type of person that like looks at analytics or like what's trending. It's always been more of like an intuitive feminine approach. If we're talking about like what the spirituality people call it online. Right. So I've always talked about the things, Um, I've always talked about the things that feel really resonant for me that are coming up for my clients. I've created offers around what feels exciting to me, what type of interaction do I want to have with the people that I'm helping? I've always leaned more towards high touch, intimate type of offerings because I really want to be by the side of whoever it is that I'm helping. And I really want to play a role in their life and get to know them and, and be a coach and a leader and like a healer. But I also really want to be their friend through all of this. So, um, the, how I, I guess, feel get clients is that, what was the first, go back to the question again. I'm sorry. I got a little sad. Yeah, no, 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 no. You were answering it. Perfect. Um, okay. my question was like, how do you go about we can just stick to like delivering your services and your, maybe what kind of offers you have right now. Okay, cool. Um, so going back to sort of like being a little bit more intuitive and following my, my joy around it. Sometimes I'm really pushing hard on the podcast and talking a lot about the group program that I am offering. I'll be talking a lot about the one-on-one spaces that I am offering on the podcast. Sometimes it's TikTok. Like if I'm really vibing with TikTok, I'll talk a lot about the different things that clients are struggling, like what women might be struggling with and how the program that I'm offering can help them. Sometimes I'm really pushing hard on Instagram. Sometimes it's new, you know, my email marketing. So it's really just like, what am I feeling in that moment? And that has evolved over the years right now. I I'm focusing on one-on-ones. I did quite a few groups last year and the years prior was doing a lot of in, uh, group settings. And this year I've been really leaning more into one-on-one, having that more intimate space with clients. And um, the way that I've been focusing on clients has been a combination between TikTok and Instagram currently. And I'm just now getting back into recording the podcast. I had taken a little break between season three and season four. And season four. Yep. Yep. So season four has just started. Um, so I am going to be utilizing that again, because I do like the long form types of conversations and how in-depth you can get into like the nitty gritty of the different topics that are under the umbrella of food and body image struggles. I am excited to have that back online for sure. Super exciting. And I mean, the great thing about podcasts is so much easier when you're, you know, not, not just doing solos, but also having, you know, interviews as well, where you can have an easy conversation and the conversation just keeps going and the value that you can get out of it is huge. And it's impacting not only yourself and the audience, but like it potentially all over the globe. So so many opportunities, so many doors that open from it. And I'm sure you have people eventually coming towards you saying, you know, I've been binge watching your episodes and I know I can trust you. I'm ready to work with you. Right. Yeah, totally. Sometimes it's really fun when like someone will come along and they're like, yeah, I started at the beginning and like, 
I'm working my way through all of the episodes. That's always really fun. Cause like I started the podcast in 2018 and sometimes I'm like, Oh, I don't, I, I don't remember that episode. Let me go back right. and like look at the show notes. What was I talking about? Yeah. Um, uh, but like to your point, yes, there's, I do such a mix between solo episodes. Uh, sometimes I bring on previous or current clients to talk about like where yeah. they're at or what their experience was. And then other, other authoritative um, experts in the field and through the podcast, I've also gotten to talk to like some of my own sort of heroes and mentors in the recovery space, Love that, which has been really cool to sort of have that domain to like reach out to some of my favorite researchers or some of my favorite authors and be like, hi, I'm such a big fan. Do you want to come on and have a conversation on the podcast? And like, I feel like outside of the world of podcasting, that opportunity just would not have ever presented itself. No, never. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many doors that open and opportunities available to, to us today, especially with podcasting globally now, right. We're reaching masses. So that's huge. I'm so happy that you're, you know, going back into season four and sometimes we need a reset. That's what happens. Right. And that's totally fine. So, I mean, it goes back to what I was saying before, if I tend to be less of like a strategic sort of like traditionally masculine approach where I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm more just like, what's my mood. And it's how it's worked so far. So if it works, it works. (laughs) Yeah. 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 A hundred percent. I'm actually quite similar (laughs) to that. You know, what's working go with that. Mm -hmm. I love it. So I know that you touched a little bit earlier on turning your struggles into, you know, your motivation for your business and whatnot. Now I know that you, um, turned your struggles into a very successful six figure business. Now, do you mind kind of diving in deeper as to maybe how you use that as a foundation, for your business and possibly how you, maybe you work with people with the same struggles. So why it's so important to use, use that struggle, struggle as power, you know? Mm. Well, I remember when I first heard about coaching and like when the idea of like it being something that I could actually do, I remember somebody saying that in the world of coaching, you only need to be a couple of steps ahead in order to be able to help somebody and that you don't have to be so far down the line into your journey to be able to offer support. And that sometimes being closer to the struggle itself allows you to better support somebody in coming out of it. And having gone through this really difficult situation and then coming out of it and healing allowed me to have my own roadmap already laid out to then take other people through. And like I said, teaching from experience, like I taught what I I knew and because I had gone through it, I could really empathize with the people that I talked to. And sometimes I was the only person in their life who they felt like got it because Mm -hmm. I had gone through it. And I think that is such a special dynamic and relationship. So for like other people are listening who want to become coaches or who want to grow, like, what is it that you've gone through? What is it that you've overcome and how can you utilize that to help other people and being able to empathize with where somebody's at and saying, this is what I've gone through and being able to show them through that, or even saying, this is the way that I did it does that feel good for you? Like, do you want to take these steps 
the same steps I took, or are there other steps that feel more resonant for you aligned. and then being able to be, yeah, that feel more aligned and just being by their side to encourage them and trusting that, trusting their gut and trusting that they know what's best for them. Um, you know, it's, it's like that quote, um, in never been kissed where Drew Barrymore's characters like, you know, to be a writer, to write what, you know, and this is what, you know, and she talks about how she like fell in love with the teacher. Hopefully people know this reference. I think when it comes to turning your struggles into a successful business, it's just teaching what, you know, and what you learned. And, um, there are going to be people that are going to need that support. A hundred percent. I love this. So let's talk a little bit about, let's get raw and real when it comes to like reviews and podcasts and stuff like that now, because listeners are probably going to be able to relate to this one way or another. So for me, I, you know, I get certain reviews, whether they're good or bad, but let's talk about saying fuck, (laughs) because I know it's a word that we often probably both say quite often. Now, I know that you get, you had mentioned um, when we were, um, maybe we were emailing before we actually got onto the show, or I can't remember where it came from, but the negative feedback, but about cursing on shows. And I hear this all the time from entrepreneurs um, that come on my show. Can I swear? Can I not? I don't know. I get bad feedback sometimes. Sometimes nobody cares, but everyone's really like cautious around that. Right. So I don't know if this is a good topic that you'd like to talk about when it comes to your playing, paying clients and how they feel about it. And then some, of course, negative feedback on it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I love to swear. You know, Me too. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's a sport. I do it for fun. No, um, I do it with intention, uh, but mm-hmm. it, it's just like authentic. Like if, so I've gotten negative reviews on my podcast and it's been primarily about me swearing. It's not about the substance of what I'm talking about. Um, It's always just been, you swear too much. And I've gotten emails about it. I've gotten like reviews on Apple iTunes and like, that's okay that some people don't like it. And I've come to really learn that like, you have to be polarizing Um, Mm -hmm. because if you try to be for everybody, you're going to be for nobody. And you know, you want your, in order to be magnetic, you have to have a side that repels. And so there are just certain people who are, who are going to be repelled by, by my, my use of, of curse words. But the other side of that magnet is that it attracts and it builds trust. And I have heard from so many clients, like often like it'll come up in conversations with clients where they're like talking about how they're afraid of being judged for having gained weight or, or for looking a certain way. And I'll, I'll share that example. I'll say, well, not everybody likes me. You know, some people hate that I swear. Um, and then they'll be like, Oh, I actually loved that you swore. It made me realize that like you were real and it made me trust you more. And so it's like, it's, it's so cliche because it's true, but it's best mm-hmm. to just be yourself and the people who are your people are going to like you because of who you are. And then you're going to have people who you're not for, and they don't like you because of who you are. And that's okay. Like if I were to stop swearing because people criticized me, I would probably not be as successful with getting the clients who do want to work with me and do like the fact 100%. that percent. That I swear, like I would be pandering to my haters. I'd be talking to my haters as opposed to the people that 
do want to work with me and feel more comfortable because they know they can also drop their F-bombs as well, you know? Right. And without punishment or any negative feedback. Or judgment. There you go. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's your fucking show. (laughs) So do what you want, right? Yeah. I love it. Yes. No, I feel the same way. I mean, we're human. We're real. Real people do that. So um, not. I, I think you're doing the right thing by not changing that at all because that would be changing something that comes natural. Right. And that's not your authentic self if you change that. So love it. And I just wanted to touch on that because that is an awesome topic that we never talk about really on the podcast as an mm-hmm. actual topic. And I know people listening will relate to that a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'll swear on coaching calls. And so like, if, if I did not swear on my podcast, because I was trying to like pander to the people who don't like me to swear. And then like, I was mm-hmm. to swear on a coaching call, they'd, they could be so caught off guard, but like, yeah. I am who I am on my calls and I am who I am on the podcast you know, so it does build that like no trust factor. So it's like, if you're the type of person who naturally swears in conversation, I think it's better to be that way online, you know, a hundred percent. Yeah. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that you do that and you're not changing that for anyone because you shouldn't. So <laughs> this is great. You're amazing. I love it. So I know our episodes are really short. So there are a couple of things I just want to make sure we cover. Now, tell me a little bit about, you know, all the ways that you monetize your podcast. If we can go a little bit deeper into that, um, that's another good topic we can cover. Yeah. So when I first started the podcast, I was doing ads. So I was partnering with a couple of different brands and most of those sponsorships were just facilitated through the podcast platform that I was using. Eventually Mm -hmm. I stopped doing ads and I would say the way that I had monetized it is one, that it's a a funnel for clients to want to work with me. And I will always advertise my different courses on there. Like I'll talk about them. Like, oh, if this is something mm-hmm. you're struggling with, I would I will mention a different course. I will always talk about my different books. I have two books. I have a third book coming out. So I'll always talk about them. And then it's a, a really effective pipeline for clients. So now that's what it looks like. Will I do ads again in the future? I'm not sure. I'm always open to it. Um, but because of the nature of what I talk about, sometimes there can be a conflict of interest with different brands mm-hmm. that want to advertise. And what was most important to me was that the, the message of the podcast was really consistent and never being compromised because of advertisers. So that's where I'm at right now um, with monetization. I love it. No, that's awesome. And it's not a bad idea at all. And I actually, I always quite often ask that question on my podcast, just to see the different, you know, what everyone's up to in this 2023. <laughs> so Kara, any big focuses or desires for the next six months here coming up, whether that's with your podcast or with a book or the business? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am really excited to have the podcast back on air. I've been bulk recording episodes to like ease the workload when we start going, well, we have gone live. So as we continue to post episodes, um, continuing to work with people one-on-one. And then my goal is to have that third book done. Um, I'm halfway through editing it and then sending it off to like an actual editor to format it. Um, so that I would be the big focus for the next three months. Um, and six months, I would say to keep doing what feels right, where that authentic joy pulls me. That's always been the key to my success is what's bringing me joy. What feels most exciting? Uh, what do I have the most energy around? 
So that will always remain my North star. I like that. And it's so true. You have to do what brings you joy and what energizes you and fuels you and make sure you're doing that because otherwise normally things don't last if, if that's not the case and they don't turn out the best. So keep doing that because it's working really well. Thank you, Brittany. Yeah. Kara, thanks so much for taking the time to come on my show today. Now, just before we pop off, I want to just give you the next two minutes here to kind of, if there's anything you'd like to talk about within the business, maybe any courses coming up, um, if you're looking for people to come on your podcast, anything like that, now is your time to share that with us. And also just mention a way that anyone looking to connect with you would be the best way to connect with you and reach out. Yeah. Thank you so much for the space and the opportunity. Um, so love your bod pod. I do like that name too. That was voted on so by my catchy followers. <laughs> yes. I love it. Yeah. Uh, it was the clear winner back in 2018 when I was figuring, figuring out what to call the pod. So love your bod pod. It works. It works great. Um, so, so catchy. Like, yeah, it totally, I mean, it rhymes, you know, love your bod. Pod. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot go um, wrong with that. No. Yeah. And it's like very on brand with the whole like focus of the business. Um, so love your bod pod is a great way to connect. I'm on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, just downloaded lemon eight today. Haven't posted anything yet, but I'm, it's all my name, Kara, either Kara Cefeli or Kara Corinne Cefeli, which is my middle name. Um, and then my focus right now is like I said, one-on-one clients. I, we didn't talk about breath work, but I do a lot of breath work as well. Um, meet with people virtually. That's just a, a great somatic tool in addition to all the different like mindset and Mm -hmm. um like talking modalities to help people heal so there's also that um and all those places is where to find me i love it well thank you so much kara and i cannot wait to see where the you know the season four goes with your podcast for you i'm so excited can't wait i'll be tuning in to love your bod pod i love it (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for Absolutely. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six figure, seven figure, eight figure, nine entrepreneur and want to come on my show, just like Kara Cifelli did today, please go to top100interview.com. I'd love to have you on as well. Thanks so much, you guys. Go check out Love Your Bod Pod. It's amazing. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.